When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to my podcast. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for supporting me, listening to my podcast, subscribing to my YouTube, just supporting me in all ways. It just fills my heart so much, and I'm just so appreciative. I just was... Um, reading this new book that my friend gave me. I'm friends with the founder of Blink Now. Um, it's a school and a community home and a place for children who don't have anyone else um, in Nepal. And she went and um, created this this really beautiful um community in school and um with the with the community there in Nepal and anyway she gave me her book that she just um released called Between the Mountain and the Sky I've been reading it all morning and I'm just so humbled I just finished um All About Love and that's by Bell Hooks and I read that and I just finished that I think yesterday no two days ago and then I also this year have read 40 Rules of Love and I've read um conscious loving and all of these books have just been so amazing and I've just been challenging myself this is just a little like mini rant before the podcast (laughs) but I've just been challenging myself to just like read um just read a just continue to read like as just and also focus on one book and I think for me I love reading but I'd be so scattered and now I made this rule for myself this year that I have to read one book at a time and just finish it completely before I start a new one and that's just allowed me to really sit with that like the book and just finish it and read it and dive into it and I've also been reading while I've been eating instead of like watching YouTube or watching a movie or watching TV and always when I'm eating I feel like I need to be doing something but I have just been reading or sitting silently and it's been so transformative and it's just been showing me like how much we really try to distract ourselves constantly and like we just can't sit with the moment you know like while we're eating we can't even just eat we have to be in conversation or be watching a movie for me I just like to like watch you know YouTube in my room or something and that's fine sometimes but also to just take space to recognize like hey I like to do those types of things from free will because it you enjoy it versus using it as a coping mechanism and as a distraction because you're hiding from your own self, you know? 
And but reading, I think, is a really great in between because you're like really you're doing something, but you're focused um, and learning and like stimulating your mind and expanding your um, field of awareness and your understanding and your intelligence. So anyway, if you want to check out this book, it's called Between the Mountain and the Sky. I actually might have Maggie on my podcast um, later in the year and literally just everyone can learn so much from her and she has such a beautiful perspective where she is completely dedicated to not westernizing you know her kids in Nepal and not um being an agent of white supremacy or um or destructive um like colonialism and so many people will literally just go into another country and have no reverence and just be trying to make themselves feel better and they will push their narratives and push their ideas and push their beliefs and they will just it's just it's just so messed up and they will you know go into a space into a country and they will try to um just make themselves feel better and look at the people as if they're like these sad little people that they need to rescue or help and people just have such savior complexes like when those christian missionaries go into other countries and try to build churches and it's just so messed up and anyway um her organization doesn't do any of that and I actually um, donate a percentage of my income every month. I started doing that this year as well um, to an organization even if it's just $20 or $50 just to donate and you know spread your wealth and to give um, I think is really important and I believe this month I'll probably be donating to Blink Now. And I really believe in them. And then, you know, I I should start sharing another. I always also donate to a really good one is like farm sanctuaries. I like to donate to small organizations that, you know, your money is going towards something good. And you know that you're not just donating aimlessly. Like if you donate to like Greenpeace or like these big corporations that are just have vested interests and are not actually serving really. And they're just you know, upholding and all these like messed up ideals and they're not free to actually create the community in the world that you actually want because they're being funded by all of these huge corporations. And yeah, it's just, so I like to donate to small um, organizations that I really believe in and that the people are um, truly committed to a, a vision of earth that I would like to see. So I like to donate to farm sanctuaries um and and other organizations that I really believe in so anyway that's just a little mini rant about what's going on in my life today um but oh my gosh sorry guys literally just ranted for like six minutes but I also kind of just want to talk about my life and like where I'm at and just let you guys like really um see me and like see my experience and just you know connect with me in that way Um, but today on this podcast, we're going to be talking about how to set boundaries and how to end a relationship and we can just get right into that. Um, so there's really two things that you need to set boundaries or to end a relationship. And the first thing is you need to allow the other person to have their experience of your boundary. For example, or and uh, let me just say the second one and the second one 
is that you need to prioritize your own safety and your own self and get into your body and um, not outsource your energy and not think, oh, like, what do they need? What do what what would make us happy? What, no, instead of that, say, get in your body and say, what do I need in this moment to feel safe? What do I need to you know, expand my life? What do I need? So focusing on yourself and asking yourself, what do you need in this moment? And then when you set a boundary or end a relationship, you also have to be able to allow them to have their own experience of that boundary. So for example, if somebody, um, if you break up with somebody and that person is, um, you know, saying all of these crazy things to you oh my gosh I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that they're 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 like self-harming in some way like they're like oh I'm gonna go like drink or whatever I'm gonna go out and party or I'm gonna go you know hook up with this girl or you know or they're getting really upset like oh my gosh I'm so miserable how could you do this you need to allow them to have their own experience their experience is not your responsibility and it's actually really disrespectful to try to step in and to manage their experience because that tells God that you don't trust his path for that person's life. Your boundary needs to be your boundary. Your ending of the relationship needs to be your ending of the relationship and that's your part and then you need to allow them to play out their part can they you know react and get emotional and possibly self-destruct and do things that might be harmful or you know get angry at you like all of those things are allowed to happen that's not your responsibility to manage that And I actually posted on my Instagram story about this the other day and I said, if you set a boundary or walk away from someone, can you allow them to be upset without trying to alleviate their pain by jumping in and trying to fix it, which is subsequently abandoning yourself? Can you allow someone to be sad with your absence or boundary? Can you allow them to make self-harming decisions after or to be upset because those decisions are theirs to make? Allowing them to be on their own journey and to have their own reactions and emotions is how you stay in your body and master the art of not self-abandoning. And I think that's really important. And when... Um, you know, sometimes girls come to me and they talk to me and they'll be messaging me and they'll say like, you know, I want to break up with my boyfriend or I broke up with him or something like that. And I, um, and I tried to break up with him, but when I did, he's so miserable or he's freaking out or he says that he has no one else or all of those things are okay. Can you allow that person to be depressed, grieving, um, hurt, um sad to be to be all of their emotions that are normal emotions that are human emotions that are theirs to feel can you allow them to feel that without self-abandoning like by you you will then go back on your word and not protect yourself and not honor yourself because you're trying to honor another person but you can never honor honor another person when you're abandoning yourself so when you try to step in and alleviate their pain all that you're doing is disrespecting their journey and not allowing them to sit with the fullness of their emotions and you're treating them also like a child you're not allowing them to be an adult and to trans let the pain transform them and you know 
go on their journey in their life and have a transformative moment and be in their pain like you're trying to jump in and manage and it's actually really disrespectful to that person's journey. And another part of setting boundaries is you have to be ready to uphold your boundaries. And honestly, I believe that this comes from a space of like deep self-worth and really connecting with yourself. And if you feel that you struggle really um, upholding your boundaries or setting them, I really believe that you should take a long period of solitude and celibacy. And what I really mean by celibacy is like not talking to boys or anyone that you like and really just funneling your energy fully back into yourself and if you find that you have difficulty setting boundaries what there's likely there is that you are not in deep connection with yourself and the essence of who you are Um, but essential to setting boundaries is you have to be able to uphold them so for example if um if you one of your boundaries is hey um i won't tolerate a man who watches porn if you talk to somebody a man who watches porn and you're like hey i just want to let you know that like a boundary for me getting in a relationship is i'm not going to deal with someone who watches porn and they're like oh well you know i'm never going to stop watching porn watching porn is very important to me you have to then not self-abandon and be able to say okay that's totally fine then we'll go our separate ways are your boundaries a way to honor yourself or are they a manipulative tool that you use to control and change another person that's really important because a lot of times people don't actually have boundaries they have statements that they use to try to control and change someone else and it actually becomes self-abandonment so in that instance um If you then are like, no, this is my boundary. I need you to do this. And then you get in a relationship with that person and you're like, I need you to change this. I need you to change that. I need you to. And you're trying to control them and manipulate them and and desperately trying to find safety in a space where it's been clear that it's not safe. Then you're just self-abandoning and you're just using your boundaries to try to control and manipulate and change when your boundaries are supposed to be things that you uphold to honor yourself. They're ways that you show kindness to yourself and self-respect to yourself and reverence for yourself and they're not intended to change anyone or to um harm anyone or not harm any men <laughs> what I mean is they're not intended to change anyone or to you know try to control anyone they're there so that you can say hey this is what I'm accepting and this is what I'm not accepting tell me where you fall into this if you don't fall into this that's okay because I love myself enough to walk away if you don't meet this boundary it actually reminds me of this like the office scene because I love the office so much I've watched it through like 30 times um but yeah so this one scene where Dwight is trying to get back um he's trying to make Angela like love him again and he's or to choose him over this other guy that she's dating Andy and he asks for advice for someone and she says you know give her an ultimatum say like it's either me or it's him and you have by this time to decide and when that time comes it's like 6 14 p.m or something he says she says no I don't choose you I choose this other person 
And then he goes to the person he asked for advice and he's like, okay, well, she said no. So what do I do next? And the person's like, well, there's nothing to do next. You set a boundary. You said I'm, you can decide by this time. And if you don't choose me, you can choose, but who do you choose? And if you don't choose me, then I walk away. So now she hasn't chosen you. And now you have to choose yourself and walk away. And he's like, what? No, I, I'm not going to. And so you see there that his boundary him doing that was him just trying to be manipulative and controlling and trying to get an outcome from the situation. He wasn't using that boundary as a way to honor himself and to um, create self-respect and to uphold his self-respect. He was using that to try to control and manipulate and change. And that's not what boundaries are for. And so with boundaries, what you do is you hold the boundary, you you know, invite someone to rise to meet it. And if they tell you that they can't rise to meet it, then you need to say, okay, that's totally fine. Now, what do I do? Do I walk away? Is this boundary big enough that I have to walk away here? Can I, is, does it, you know, do I need to change my, like, what, what do I do? But it's no longer, what do they do? It's now, what do I do? So that's where you bring your energy back into yourself and you start to center yourself back in the narrative because with so many people, they're centered other people in their lives they're centering other people in their relationships in their um, in their boundaries in what they desire it's really centered on others and trying to change and manipulate others and this is why I say like you you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need Viator Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You don't need to find a man who, um, and then try to change him. You need to find a man who meets your needs as a baseline. Like so many women, I think they're just replaying these childhood wounds where they're hoping that, if someone changes, it will show them that, um, you know, they they desperately wanted their parents to change as children and to prove that they love them. And so they keep trying to replay that and get that um, that 
final love where like someone changes for you but the truth is that it's really someone's it's you have to find someone whose baseline of what they need and what safety means for them is similar to what yours is and that their character doesn't need to be changed to date them or to be in relationship with them whether that's a friendship or any sort of relationship and um, this goes for even, you know, family members or anyone. So really what you have to do is just get back into your body, allow another person to have an experience of your boundary. That's okay. Like, can you allow another person to have an experience? Do you really have to control everything? Do you really, even if they're begging you to step in and save them from themselves, can you understand that you are not a savior, that their life is their own? Can you hold their own divinity when they don't see it themselves? Holding somebody's divinity sometimes means never talking to them again. For example, with my father, I set a boundary with him where it's like, I am no longer going to be in relationship with you and you are never going to hear from me again. By doing that and not playing into his games, I'm holding his divinity even though he wants me to rush in and save him and talk to him and interact with him all that would be doing would be saying truly I don't respect you I don't respect your journey and I don't respect God's plan for your life if I respect God's plan for your life I allow you to be in whatever feelings or whatever situations that you are in. I don't try to rush in and save you. I don't try to alleviate your pain. I don't try to make you feel better. I don't try to um, help you out of your own self-created situations. I allow you to hit rock bottom. I take, I don't try to control you. I allow you to go about your life. Even if I think that things are self-destructive, that's not my business. And so many times people fall into this pattern where They think that it's their responsibility to manage somebody else's mistakes, quote unquote, because it's a mistake to who? It's a mistake to you because you're viewing it from your ego, but to God, this is their plan. This is where exactly where they need to be. So can you hold God's vision? Can you hold their divinity and allow them to make mistakes that you only perceive as mistakes because in reality this is their own plan unfolding so can you allow them to be in that like can they have their own experience please can god's plan work out in their life please can you focus on your own plan in your life and your own experience without trying to abandon yourself and focus on theirs and so many times the reason that we focus on someone else's experience someone else's experience is because we don't want to sit with our own experience and because if we sit with our own experience then we have to take action We make up all these stories and keep ourselves stuck in these situations and try to manage someone else's experience all because if we sat with the truth of our experience, we'd be forced to make decisions that we don't want to make. Can you get back into the truth of who you are? Can you sit with the possibly uncomfortable emotions and allow yourself to evolve and to experience and to not avoid anything and that's where you're able to set these boundaries but I think it's really important to just allow people to have their own experience can they have their own experience please 
like can god's plan work please stop trying to control everything allow people to be miserable to be sad to grieve to make their own decisions to um do whatever they need to do without trying to manage them because that's just not your business and um so many times we get in these enmeshed environments and um we just try to control what people do because we're perceiving what they do as mistakes but to god these are not mistakes so it's only a mistake to you and if you are trying to control that person and get in the way or whatever all you're doing is abandoning yourself and even if it's more extreme things where it's um very clearly like harmful or really you know disgusting or terrible or whatever it's also still not your responsibility to manage those types of things. Possibly get the authorities involved. Possibly, you know, um, refer them. If it's just a self-destructive pattern, like give them the tools they need. But if they're harming you and you need to set boundaries with them, you can't self-abandon yourself that yourself to save them. It's just not possible. And what will happen is just all parties involved will just continue in an enmeshed um, game and no one will even be able to break through and also so many people need to hit rock bottom to actually start to see themselves and their situation clearly and when we always try to put these pillows and these cushions underneath someone's rock bottom to um, to try to soften the blow we're actually doing a disservice to that person because what's really happening is they're never being faced with the consequences of their actions because we're trying to soften the blow. And from there, we're actually treating them them like a child and taking away their autonomy and disrespecting their life because from the space of actually hitting rock bottom, you're able to perceive your life correctly and honestly and truthfully and make the changes that are needed. But if you're always trying to mommy someone or soften the blow, you're not respecting their journey in this life and their divinity. And so I think that's really important to hold on to while you're setting a boundary with somebody so that you don't feel guilty about setting the boundary. And if you feel guilty, that's fine. You can sit with that emotion, but you don't need to act on that emotion. You don't need to um, try to get out of body to save them or do something to alleviate their situation. Um, And I think that's really, really important. So basically, guys, just allow them to have their own experience and prioritize your own safety and what you need and get back into your body and stop asking, what do they need? What is their experience? And start asking, what is my experience? What do I need? And that's also a way that you can heal like codependency as well, Um, because one of the hallmarks of codependency is saying, I don't care what I need. What do they need? Um, I don't care what my experience was of this. What is their experience of this? Um, And that is a really, really harmful way for yourself to show up in the world. It causes a lot of... um, you will always be imbalanced and not aligned if that's the place that you're coming from. So you need to get back into your body and ask, what do I need and um, what makes me safe? And then from that space, you can actually have healthy and meaningful relationships and relationships that are aligned with the light of truth. Even relationships that end or that have new boundaries, you are um, aligning them with the frequency of truth and with love.
by staying in them in an enmeshed way, in a codependent way, you're aligning them with the frequency of like um disrespect and just they're completely out of alignment and they're not in the light of truth and so you're just going to be kind of wallowing and playing in the shadows with um this type of relationship so by honoring the truth and by acknowledging it and not avoiding it and setting boundaries where necessary you align you sanctify literally that relationship um and you liberate it. So that's kind of how um, you set boundaries and it's really important. And also, you know, boundaries aren't always um, life altering or insane and crazy. In healthy relationships and in healthy friendships, you will have to set boundaries too. Me and my friends, we set boundaries with each other frequently like hey um you know the other day one of my friends was telling me about a decision and coming to me for advice with a decision that I don't agree with however I understand that it's their life and um and I'm totally okay with that but I told them hey this decision and this topic is a little bit sensitive to me and it makes me feel really triggered when we talk about this and I actually don't want to be of service to our um to you in this way I don't want to talk with you about this is it okay if you talk with somebody else about this I don't want to um overextend and try to change what you're doing or try to um come and I don't want to come from a triggered space when we interact so I would need you to talk with someone with someone else about this because I really love you and I want to keep our friendship and I don't want to um to feel any resentment towards you or to have any of those you know feelings towards you and so boundaries are also a way that you show respect for your relationships me and my boyfriend set boundaries literally all of the time with one another they're constantly shifting constantly evolving and you have to also be able to sit with the emotions of boundaries being set with you and I think one of the reasons that we try to rescue others from the emotions that they feel with boundaries being set that we set is because we can't deal when people set boundaries with us like can you sit through the discomfort of setting boundaries with somebody um, or someone setting boundaries with you and you know feeling hurt or feeling sad or feeling um, a, a sting of like you know whatever it is like, can you sit with your emotions and I think that's really the main message from this podcast and from a lot of my podcasts is you have to be able to sit with the waves of your emotions and by doing that you're able to sit with the waves of others emotions and allow them to experience them if you don't try to um alleviate your own emotions and avoid your own emotions and and you know, people try to alleviate and cope and you know avoid their own emotions all the time through drinking or through get it you know talking to people that aren't serving them and entertaining people that they shouldn't be entertaining or doing drugs or you know having sex or doing whatever um that's people trying to avoid their situations what's going on with them and so if they're doing that for themselves they also will do that for another they will try to help them and enmesh with them to help them avoid the feelings that are very natural to feel and that are you're allowed to feel you're allowed to feel sad like can I feel sad can I feel hurt when someone says a boundary with me can I feel the sting of like 
hey, you know, that's like really uncomfortable for me. Hey, like my, I just like, you know, got a little embarrassed or I just felt a little ashamed or embarrassed or whatever. Can I sit with the, through that wave? And the answer is yes, you can and I can. So I'm also, I also allow others to sit with that too. And I don't try to save them and I don't try to manage them through it and I don't try to control them. And I think that that's really important. So also, you know, understand that boundaries are a way that you show respect for another even if the relationship does end like I said that's sanctifying the relationship that's putting it and aligning it with a frequency of truth and love and God and saying hey getting back into my body and being in my truth I realize that this relationship actually isn't good for me and I need to end this relationship and that's me aligning this relationship with truth and with light and with love because uh, it's aligned with truth And also, you don't deserve to be in a relationship with somebody who doesn't want to be in a relationship with you. So I'm respecting you by being honest with you and ending this relationship. And you're allowed to feel sad or abandoned or hurt or whatever you feel about it. That's not my responsibility. My only responsibility is to truth and to creating safety. And this is what is safe, even if you don't see it. And that's kind of where you have to be. And yeah, and also just understanding that boundaries don't have to be this huge big deal. They can be continually set in relationships. Um, But I do think it's really important if you're talking about a romantic relationship or even a friendship to set your really big boundaries like up front to see if they align with the other persons. And um, if they don't, being willing to say, hey, actually, I don't think we um, are aligned. So that's cool. And you're not a... You don't have to be a terrible person. Maybe you are. I don't know. But um, from that space, I can just say, oh, okay, I'm glad we talked about this and I'm ready to let this go. And but yeah, but also in relationships, they're continually set and healthy relationships continually set boundaries because healthy relationships are dedicated to truth um, and honesty and evolving and you can't evolve if you're not um, being truthful and being honest with yourself and so yeah in healthy relationships you'll set boundaries frequently and it will doesn't have to be huge it's just like hey you know actually I'd kind of like um, to sleep alone um, maybe one night of the week or hey I would like if I can have two hours of alone time actually I know we've been spending a lot of time together but I kind of need two hours of alone time and even in those little ways those are really important because you're saying hey you know this is what I need it's okay if you want to be together because I don't and this is what I need so my boyfriend does that to me you know, some frequently and that's totally fine. And sometimes I feel sad or I feel, oh, I really wanted to hang out or whatever. And it's okay. Like he allows me to feel that. And I set boundaries with him too about things all the time. It's just a continual refinement. And when you can set boundaries continually because you're connected with your honesty and with your truth, that's when you're really respecting yourself um, and respecting the relationship. Like by my boyfriend not um, abandoning himself to hang out with me when he did when he really needs to be alone that's him respecting and honoring our relationship because he's creating more safety in our relationship and 
making sure that our relationship is stable and will stand the test of time. And if you abandon yourself over and over in relationships, your relationship will never be stable and will never be aligned with the light of truth and the light of God. Um, So yeah, so boundaries are really important and I hope this helped you guys. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast and I will see you in a podcast episode soon. And also remember to subscribe to my YouTube, which is Victoria Duvall. And if you want to book me for one-on-one coaching, you can do that at victoriadevall.com. All right, guys, see you later. Bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.